Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of our Football Focus SG podcast with myself, Faiz. We have Hiro Nazianafi, Mr. JV, and also welcome back our long-time <laughs> fellow Mr. Jeff. Welcome to the show, guys. Um, how are you guys doing? Hiro Nazi, how are you doing so far? I'm good, I'm good. Uh, all's been well. Uh, anticipating the Under-23 competition coming up starting next week. So, yeah, looking forward to more football in days ahead. Yeah, Mr. JB yourself, um, how's uh, football treating you as a menu fan now after SPL ended? Ah, mixed bag, mixed bag, you know, it's, <laughs> it's almost like a roller coaster, but yeah, looking forward to this weekend, uh, the, the big one. Oh, the big one, yes, against Liverpool for sure. So, uh, Mr. Jeb yourself, um, how do you feel after the SPL ended? <laughs> Relief. <laughs> really? <laughs> okay, I just got one question just to ask you guys before we start on it, okay? If you guys can sum it up in one word or one sentence of our SPL season, this season alone, what would it be? I'll start with you first, Mr. Jeff. If you can sum, summarize in one word or one sentence for this season alone of everything. Um, I would say local pride. Local pride. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah, there's a main word, local, right? <laughs> we we know the LCS has won, so we're going to touch on each and individual teams uh, later on tonight. Harunazi, yourself, like, what would you summarize this whole thing? Uh, a great season. A great season. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. JB, yourself, you've been an LCS fan, of course. Throughout the whole of our podcast, you've been showing how much you support that. What are your summaries for... SPL. Uh, I think if I put it in one word, it's unexpected, really. Really? Despite unexpected. me being a fan. Yeah, yeah. Despite me being a fan, I, I, I wasn't expecting um, LBREX to be, you know, uh, kind of dropping the pace a little bit. But yeah, yeah I, I would say unexpected. But it, it's unexpected in a good way, yeah. Yeah, but, but we have to agree that you know, this is one of those seasons where the race goes down to the wire in the final day. And... <laughs> Like at one point, I think everyone's watching two matches, everyone's checking live score. At one point, I thought LBREX was first and LCS was second at one point. But a lot of things happened in the final day and we're going to go through it. So what we're going to do is we're going to do some ratings. Each and in individual teams from the 8 to 1st rate their season from 1 to 10. Of course, from 1 to 5, it's, uh, 1 to 4 is bad. Five is average, six to ten maybe good or excellent, right? So we're gonna start off with Young Lions, which obviously well ended up last as per if I recall our last podcast together with Mr. Jeff here. He did mention Young Lions, one thing they will probably finishing last, and they did. However, I do want to emphasize that they did not really finish last on a whimper, they did put up a bit of a fight. Although, yes, their final win wasn't really much of a uh, consolation or anything might be a consolation win. But I will start first. Young Lions, I think personally, with Philip Paul as the coach, he did really well. I think I will give, my, I will give them a 7 out of 10. I will give a 7 out of 10. Um, Mr. JB, I will go to you first. Young Lions, what will you rate their season? Well, uh, at some point, they do have that uh, spark uh, throughout the season. There are moments where you feel that, hey, you know, they can finally get out of their 
uh, usual slum, which is the, you know, the it spot. But yeah. uh, overall, I feel uh, they did improve, you know, in certain aspect of their, of their, of their game. And um, I think credit must be given to the coach and also the players. So my rating for them would be a six. Six, okay. Um, yeah, Mr. Jeff, right. over to you for Young Lions. What do you think? I mean, I know you kind of expected them to be last, but were you impressed by them this season? Yeah, they definitely chopped uh, more points uh, than they did before. Previously, they were nine, only on nine points. Mm. Um, and in this season, they they are they are doing sixteen. Right, yeah. it's almost double the tally from yeah. uh, what they had previously. So. Uh, and just looking at it, they have they have uh, one more win, uh, but they lost much. Uh, you know, uh, they drew a bit more than previously. So yeah. so overall, I think just just by the uh, number of points they have collected, uh, definitely shows that they are capable of getting points off the uh, the other teams, right? So on that. I would I would kind of agree it's 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 a seven. Um, not only where they are, but <clears throat> in, in terms of how they approach the game, they has been con- they have been consistent despite uh, a lot of changes in terms of the players coming in, especially for weekdays and weekends, like I said before. Uh, but I think the philosophy remains consistent throughout the game. They try to press. They try to play. But they do make mistakes, but uh, I think it's all the learning process. Uh, so uh, I mean, a, a fairly good season, and I think the the uh, the other thing is they also give some confidence about the under twenty two team going into the re- regional competition. So the fact that people acknowledge that gives uh, you know warrants them to have a much better rating than than usual. Yeah, I think I think we do notice that I think there's a lot of young Lions players now are getting called ups already, getting more and more called ups for under 23 or the main squad. So I think they definitely deserve those call ups. And Hiran Azi, over to you. Young Lions season summary for you. Yeah, I think uh, I have to agree with uh, what Mr. Jeff mentioned. Uh, I think they had a good season, not a great season, a good season uh, leading up to the AFC Under-23 competition starting this Monday. Uh, so, uh, I think could they have done better in the league? Uh, it's a little bit difficult. They're a young team, uh, of course, with players coming in and out. Uh, a good season, uh, good preparation leading up to under-23 competition. I'll give uh, a 6 out of 10 for me. 6 out of 10? Okay. So, moving on to the next team, um, which is the 7th spot, and that's Ballester Council. I will start with you, Hiron, first. Uh, I don't know. Personally, I feel it's a mixed season for them. But what do you think? Is Ballester deserve to be there considering you know they have a top scorer who is in the top three there. Yeah so with Ballester you know I think they had a mixed back kind of season. Uh, I was expecting more with the kind of players that they have. Uh, they started the season with Zyphol in goal. Uh, yeah. They have uh, Zuzul in the squad, Kiki in the squad. I feel that uh, foreign they have a settled foreign players of sorts. 
you know, I think their foreign players are settled in the squad. Uh, I was expecting more out of them, actually, uh, for them to finish seventh. Uh, you know, with the way that the league is going, uh, you know, it's surprised, not surprised. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, whatever that happens behind the scenes. And I cannot say much about Palestine because, in all honesty, you know, it's neither here nor there for me. Because, uh, with whatever that happens uh, off the field, I'm going to give it, uh, the number that comes to mind is four. I'm going to give them a four out of ten. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Mr. JB, over to you. Belestale, Kalsa, how are you? That, do you agree? Like after the fallout with Zaifun, Nizam and all that, you know, what, what do you think? Well, Belestale, uh, I have to agree with uh, what Aaron, as you mentioned, actually. Um, they do have the, you know, quality players. Uh, Especially their, their, their foreign players uh, like Zuzu and all this. Uh, but defensive wise, I don't think they, they did very well. I think the number of goals they considered is, uh, is, 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 quite, uh, <laughs> is quite substantial. And um, yeah, they kind of have a dip. I think even before the whole entire uh, case with uh, Zaipu and before then, also, I don't think they were. They were the front foot or showing any signs of being the thing, let alone, you know, the, the, the top two or top two. I would say quite a disappointing one. I mean, looking at the stats here, but it seems like last year they finished higher uh, of points that they got. So it's kind of, uh, you know, uh, neither nor there. La, but yeah, I mean, to finish number seven, I think... Lion, um, I mean, yeah, so I feel uh, overall the the entire uh, rating for Belestale for me, I, I will give you a three because um, yeah, they definitely uh, didn't improve uh, this season as compared to last with the players that they have. And yes, as you mentioned uh, correctly, they are only like three points above Young Lions. That's not good enough. So a three out of ten for me, a disappointing one for them. Yeah, and Mr. Jeff, over to you. What do you think of Belestay? I mean, you've got a feel for Sini Zuzu. He worked a lot to get that kind of goal score, but only to end at seven. So, what do you think? Yeah, you know, um, I give I give him a five. I mean, that's the expectation. This this, you look at the table. There's nowhere else they would go anyway. Um, hmm. So, are you expecting them to be at four, fifth? No, I don't think so. Would you consider uh, that as overachieving if they were to be above the top four? I think there will be there'll be some there'll be something that they'll be happy with, right? If they if they finish yeah. fifth, uh they're probably gonna be very happy with that result. Um at, at losing Zaiful definitely makes a lot of difference. The, the 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 chap that took over him, I can't remember his name right now, makes some big howlers for sure. Um and because of that, you know, um Definitely, the defense are not going to be settled because you second guess your goalkeeper throughout the last few matches. Uh, I mean, it, it, it's like going from that to that, right? You have so much confidence in Zaiful last time. Yeah, uh, you know, you know that you always gonna have him back there. His distribution is great. Uh, uh, you know, can play to the strength of uh, Zuzul up front and even Jumbo up front. Uh, sorry, yeah. So, so uh, 
so I I think he's he's just his distribution. I think that's that's uh, you know the confidence kind of went away um, after a few howlers by the young keepers. But you know it is what it is. I don't expect them to do anything fancy than that. Um, Zuzo hit a bit of a purple patch and and mm. went into a good scoring run. Yeah. Uh, that kind of helped them. Uh, if not, they will be definitely fighting in the gutters with with young lions. But uh, I mean. The, you know, you have a bit more senior players that can that can maybe get one or two points out of the bigger boys. Um, but yeah, you know, I think it's an expected season. I don't think they did badly. Uh, I would say five uh, is reasonable. They pass, unless unless uh, personally they have they have uh, bigger ambitions. But uh, yeah, I mean, especially now with the coach just left. So what's next for them? Sorry. Like basically, uh, they yeah. uh, just have a new coach, I believe, right? Yeah, I, I think they are, they are, they seems to be uh, woken up by by this season, or either that, or they basically, you know, the last few matches is a write off for them, and then just like <laughs> forget it. Let's let's uh, you know don't get injured and then work into the next season. So uh, we know there's big plans. Uh, so you never know. I think there's a lot. Uh, you know, these things don't happen overnight. There's definitely rumors. Uh, months before the end of the league, uh, they may, they probably will already know that the coach is going out, uh, and there's no need to impress him. He's not the one who's going to sign us for next season, right? Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. So there's a lot of things that that happen behind the scene that may have contributed to to Ballester being uh, maybe un, underperformed. But again, like I said, uh, you know, you know the coach may be going out. You're not going to, you're just going to keep fit. There's no relegation. There's no, you know, so so there's there's very little motivation for them to go 110 percent over the last few games. Right. I'm pre- I'm pretty sure they know the coach is going out a month before before the league ends anyway. So. Yeah. So I, I yeah we I think we all kind of expected them to just kind of write the season off already by then, right? So they just kind of just yep. look forward for the next season. Yep. All right. Um, moving on to number six which is Geelang International FC. And uh, what better way to start? Because I did start with Mr. J.B. Harunasi first. So, Mr. Jeff, I'll let you start first for your team. Well, well um, planned. Yes, well planned. <laughs> uh, but what do you think for their season? I mean, if you look at the table again, to be honest, uh, they are just four points above from bottom. They have the same number of losses with Young Lions, except that they take draws to win a bit more. But what do you think? Initially, be after the international break, they did well, and then it just for one of, game. Yeah, for there was a one point of time they were scoring four goals or like high scoring games, but just kind of did like share with us your thoughts. What? How do you summarize Geelong season this year? Uh, uh, imploding. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It implodes from the inside. Um, so so. Um, so I think, uh, yeah, Gelang without any doubt is the is the uh, biggest underachiever in the in, in the league. Uh, I think there's there's no doubt about it. Um, so so many things to be said, uh, so many disappointments. Uh, but at the end of the day, we we uh, you know we felt that. I personally felt that uh, since the last season after the resumption, they they have been very erratic. Uh, yeah. You know, it's a Dr. Jekyll and Hyde kind of uh, team. Sometimes uh, 
they come up guns blazing uh, and then they go on a bad run and things like that. So it was never consistent. Yeah. Uh, hope There was hope when, when the season ended, somehow in a positive note that we qualify for AFC. Um, and then some of the signings that we, we, we brought in kind of gave some hope uh, that we're probably going to you know, do something which is, you know, which is much better than last year and, and fix the problem that we saw in uh, in 2020, but it just got worse. So, uh, yeah, it's a very mixed season. I mean, you start off it's, with it, there's no, there's no mix, it's just bad season. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you start off with excitement with Moresh and Silvano Convilius, and then halfway Convilius uh, decided to retire, I believe. And yeah, he's still um, playing in, in the Dutch yeah. league somehow. Yeah, I think, I think he's it's playing in the Dutch league or something. He, he took a break yeah. and then he joined the Dutch league. And like, there's a bit of a fallout, like what you said. And then there was a bit of a resurgence when they signed Zaifunizam. There might be a bit of hope there. After you all lost Zainu Bulam. Yeah, so, so yeah, we, we brought in two defenders, which, which I never understand. We never really use them. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, it, it's it's a lot of weird decisions. I think every game there's questionable selections. I feel, uh, you know, we know our defense are leaking. Uh, our most reliable defender were making mistakes. No, no, uh, no doubt about it. Uh, Yuki has been very reliable, very good servant of the club. But this season, some of the mistakes that were that were made yeah. was was very. Uh, was very very bad. Um, didn't. You know, then we brought in Afik, we brought in Abdul Kaim, but uh, you know, it puzzles me the fact that they never get to play together. Uh, I'm not so sure whether they feature together, maybe once. Hmm. Um, and then at some point, we have Barry praying in defense, and we have one of those people we signed mid-season on the bench. So, yeah. so, so I'm, I, I really don't understand uh, some of the selections on how we are putting things out. Um, and the replacement of Silvano is a midfielder, young midfielder, uh, which again we are overrepresented in midfield, uh, in some sense. And uh, so, yeah, questionable signings, questionable selections, uh, no plan B. Uh, I think uh, you would have seen every time yeah. if we go go behind, uh, Van Huizen will come in uh, and and uh, and try to chase the game. Um, you know the the plan B is always the same. It doesn't it doesn't really work, um, and we hardly get a lot of team goals in some sense with nice plays set up. Uh, a lot of it is personal brilliance. Either Amy, you know, critical or or Moresh go into its mazy runs uh, yeah. and actually get the goals. But essentially, there's no goals spread around the team as well. Uh, sure. I don't think any of uh, so Danny Kim scored one from our midfield. Uh, and I think there's a couple of goals from from our defense, but uh, you know it wasn't spread around. So you shut off, you shut off Moresh, uh, you shut off, uh, you frustrate Moresh. Uh, you know you shut off Remy, uh, Amy. Uh, you know we are done. I and think that's like the only shining light for this season. That's Amy Reka, isn't it? Yeah, you know I mean, <laughs> in the land of the blind, the one eye is the king. So uh, <laughs> so I think when when there's so many people who are underperforming, you know, uh, yeah. yeah, you know, but I, you know, I like Amy, but if you're going to take Amy and you put it, uh, don't, don't go far, just put it to Haugang or Tempenis. Uh, he may not be in the first 11. Yeah. 
true. That's true. Right. So, what, so what, what would you read? Minus five, maybe. <laughs> I mean, this is coming personal from a Geelong fan perspective. We understand that you know the disappointment, but but personally, do you feel that you know that Geelong actually tried? <laughs> Sorry. Like personally, do you feel that actually at one point of time that Geelong actually tried to to fight for the season now? Um, I, I'm not. I'm not sure. Uh, I think. I think they do. Uh, I'm not so sure whether they 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 really fight for it. Uh, I think uh, they go out and play, but I, I don't see a lot of fight. Uh, I don't see a lot of determination. Uh, well, you see in 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 sport in in patches. Um, you know, when of course when people kick their back, yeah, they will stand up and and fight. But you know, when you are down. When you start conceding two goals, you know the heads went down, uh, and there isn't enough leader to 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 bring the team up, and you know everyone just looking around and and just play the game and and see out the game. So, um, not not very memorable. I, hardly any memorable matches where uh, we come back. I think once I don't think we actually even drew uh, when once we went behind uh, this season. So there's there's. Definitely, I don't remember any comebacks this season. Yeah. Uh, even not, don't forget about winning, right? Just getting a draw. Uh, I think once we concede, we are almost done. Yeah, speaking of, and draws, if we score, last we match score, we hope draw. we don't concede enough that we lose, right? You know, <laughs> if we score, then we hope that it's going to be a draw game. So, yeah, uh, that, 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 that's pretty much what I, I remember. It's a blur now. <laughs> understood, understood. But hopefully, you know, uh, when the, the next season is still coming up, we're going to try to do a bit of review for each individual teams to see how they, you know, how they change their team from the last season to the next season. So, sorry to keep the other two waiting because we do have to uh, check with Mr. Jeff, of course, his own team. But Mr. JB, over to you, Geelang International FC. Give us a rating. What do you think of your season? Uh, I would give it a four. <laughs> a four. Okay, probably okay. You know what? Probably probably a three as well. You know, probably the same rating as 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 Ballester. I think Mr. Jeff actually sums it all up uh, quite beautifully. You know, it being like a team. You know, imploding. You know, just like just like a big pot of soup. You know, sometimes it heats up and then you know it goes cold, or sometimes it just overspill. Um, yeah. I mean, what else can be said? I mean, Amy being the top scorer. You know, it kind of pain, you know, the picture like, you know, two ways, right? You can view it. Yeah, I mean, he's uh, one of the, I think, higher goal scorer in uh, in terms of the of our local players, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I think he finished like just below Gabriel. I think he's short of one goal or something like that. Yes. So, yeah, I think a breakout season for him, but uh, I think the other top scorer is actually Moresh, which is, uh, you know, uh, I would say also, I mean, in one word, probably over reliant, you know, on the on the two of them because uh, we're not sure whether the rest of the teams are even playing sometimes. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So I guess uh, there's there's not much for me to add actually from uh, from what Mr. Jeff actually uh, beautifully uh, said. So I'm gonna keep it short and sweet. I think it's gonna be a three out of ten, and uh, you know, let's hope that uh, next season, you know, with all the changes and everything else, uh, let's hope that Geelang can, you know. Somehow find the spark again and be, you know, the formidable Geelang that we once know and love, um, and that is, uh, you know, 
hopefully it's not too far away. Okay, over to you, Arunazi. What do you think? I mean, we're talking about Gilam. Well, of course, it's six. Could have been worse. They are one of the uh, joint highest conceding team in the league with 52 goals, sharing next to Ballester 52 goals after Tampanese 51 goals. So, <laughs> what do you think? Yeah. Like, they are lack of scoring. They only have any Reka and Morris scoring double digits, while the rest. In fact, their third high scorer was actually Silvano, who actually left the team way, way a long time ago. But he is the third highest scorer in the team, scoring two goals. And everyone else just kind of scores one or two. So, what do you think about this? Yeah, with Gelang International, look, uh, I don't have enough words to say or uh, to explain what I think of their season. I was just looking at the stats myself. Uh, considered 52 goals, lost 13 matches, uh, the same number of losses to Young Lions. Uh, they both share the highest losses in the season. Look, I think from top to bottom with Geelong International, no, I can't even say anything, man. <laughs> look, from top, from, from, from top to bottom, but you I look think, very disappointed. This one. <laughs> yeah. Look, if, if there's a makeup of a football team, and if I'm the head coach of that football team, I got nothing against Coach Noali, but if there's a makeup of a football team, the team that he has at Geelang International is not one that I'd be thinking of building a team up as. If you, if you understand what I, what I mean. Yeah. We, we all speak about uh, Zainul Gulam leaving for national service, uh, not, not national service, to sign on as a regular. And then they have another goalkeeper, Hyrule. We can speak about all this. But if you were to ask me, if I were to start the season with Zainol or Hyrule as a goalkeeper, I would say to my board of directors or my manage, uh, management staff, please look for me for a better goalkeeper rather than these two. The fact that they got Zaiful uh, in later part of the season, it doesn't help the case because the season is lost even before he came into the uh, team. And then we look at the back line. You know, I have to agree with... Uh, no, I'll go one further. I won't agree with what uh, Mr. Jeff mentioned. I think for me, Yuki, he has been the captain at Geelang. He has been a good servant for the club. But I think his downfall started last season. I saw a couple of matches from last season. I think it has already... It, maybe it is for me. I saw it coming. I saw that he wasn't going to have a good season this season. I felt... I think last season I made some comments as well that... Look, I don't think he's mobile. I know he's uh is 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 not young anymore. I don't think he's mobile. He doesn't have the speed. Look, I, I don't want to come off as being too critical, but I'll say facts as it is. I'll say it. I'll say it as it is. I don't think he's mobile. Maybe he's a nice person. That's why he's the team captain. I don't know, but look, the bright spark from last season, uh, Harith Kanadi, he wasn't the same player this season. Yeah. Uh, Right back, I don't even know who's their right back. In all honesty, I don't even know that. If for me, if I know a player's name of sorts, then I think he he has had a good season. Barry up and down. They brought in Daniel Kim. I think he he he. I get the sense that he calms things down. But for a player that calms things down, he needs other good players around him as well, which I don't think he has. Yeah. Mr. Jeff might uh, have a different opinion on that, but this is the way I look at it. Yeah, they brought in Isden so much hype. 
I don't think he featured much as well. I, they brought, they have Fidaus. I won't even speak about him. They have wingers Chris Van Huizen. I think maybe a bright spark, but couldn't start as much because of the under 23 ruling. Maybe, maybe. But every time they brought him, him like Mr. Jeff say, plan B, uh, same plan B routine, try to press, try to get crosses into the box. Look, I can speak about all players at Geelong International, but it doesn't change my opinion that they didn't have a good season. And I think all, all four of us here can agree on that. Yeah. To sum it up for me, I think very disappointing. Uh, but same case as what Mr. Jeff mentioned with Bellasio, what could he have asked more from, right? From from them. I don't I don't think we could have asked more from them. They yeah. I think uh not being in the, the AFC Cup competition being cancelled was a good thing. I thought when the AFC Cup competition was cancelled, I thought it would have been a better thing for them. It would have been good for them so that they can focus on the league. But now, having said that, I think... I think it's kind of lucky that they avoided the AFC Cup. Look, I don't know whether it's luck. It can go two ways. You know, maybe yeah. if the players did travel for the AFC Cup competition, they might be not been cancelled. They would have been more motivated they were look i'm traveling for matches they would have been more motivated look now you know sometimes players have the egos you want to travel look i'm, I'm now part of representing singapore in our overseas competition their ego get boosted and whatnot maybe they'll play better but the tournament got cancelled i thought they were going to focus on the club uh, on the league that obviously didn't happen perform for the place so yeah to, uh, my rating, I'll give it for me. And I don't even know why I give it a 2 out of 10. <laughs> I mean, it's just yeah. a disappointment. Yeah, I mean, that's for sure. I, I, yeah, I think just to just to add to that, the, the, the fact that, yeah, they probably, the best they probably can push, uh, you know, is probably fifth. I think fourth is a possibility if they would have done, uh, you know, they push the game uh, a bit better in in uh, I mean we drop points against young lions and things like that which uh, yeah. usually we we get, uh, yeah we usually I think we it's a draw a win and a loss right uh, so we drop five points from there um, but I think the, the disappointment is not just at the end of the day the the uh, the point tally and where they stand but the fact that there's no philosophy we don't know where or what is going to be uh, what we are building on. There's no plan B. We go through 21 games uh, seeing the same thing without improvements and players being brought in which doesn't really shift the bar or shift the needle up. So, uh, so that's, that's the disappointment. Uh, you know, if we are at six and you know, we are pushing, we, we get unlucky uh, because there's a lot of factors, right? Referee in SPL is a big factor. So, so you know, if, if we, you know, if the team was showing a lot of promise, you know, really pushing it, we see the play, uh, you know, we, we get them, right? But yeah, we may still finish six, but I think 52 goals against and some very ridiculous kind of uh, scoreline, LCS and things like that. We are licking goals, right? If, if you have a goal drought, just play Gela. And then you'll probably break your goal down. So, so, but, you know. Uh, don't mind if I ask you, Mr. Jeff. Don't mind if I ask you. Personally, when you see this squad at the start of the season, 
Of course. No, yeah, it, it's a squad. You know, I'm happy. You know, I think we the squad definitely have the right. Yeah, but, but which potential. position would you actually rank them in terms of squad wise? Where do you think they actually with the with the quality that they have? Where I, do you think I, they should be? I I would say you know even if you know the best I think they should they should end up in fourth. Uh, I feel in the be, in the best uh, in a good run. I think they should be able to finish fourth. Um, but the worst case scenario with the squad at the start of the season, they should at least be pushing the fourth place very very hard. Yeah. Um, you know not not uh, not just fall. <laughs> you know. I would expect the team to be pushing hard upwards, not trying to run away from the teams below them. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so right, you know, the last few games, I mean, among the fans, we are not looking up to see who we can catch up to, but we are looking back, yeah. trying trying to see whether somebody catches up uh, with us, which is essentially Young Lions and Belestia. Yeah. So, so that that is the kind of you know that that's the disappointment. But I think we, we should move to uh, the team <laughs> before it become a gala bashing night. <laughs> yeah, okay, yes, we definitely have to move on. We have five other teams. So next up, number five, which I feel personally relatively did well after international break because initially they were before that before the international break they were around six and seven, fiddling around there, but they managed to reach a fifth. Almost trying to well push Tampines a little bit by like Sanjo Paga. So I'm gonna start with you, Mr. JD. What do you think about Sanjo Paga this season? And oh, also really? mind, mind if I add that wonderful comeback they made in the final game of the season. <laughs> yeah, hey, it's it's brilliant. It's 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 great for me, you know, my 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 close uh how I, I mean I'm a LCS uh, supporter, right? So the close seconds actually Sanjo Paga. I feel that uh, they've done very very well, especially in the second half after the COVID break, right? And if you and if you look at the table, you see you know the only one loss that LBRX got is from them. Um, yeah, courtesy of them. And the last game, uh, well, you know, the last game is a bit uh, of a comeback and this and that. I mean, we can talk about the last game and all the and all the conspiracy theories and what have you. But they still managed to you know pull it off. And I think it's a bit unlucky because if you look at the number of draws, I think they have one of the highest draws. Uh, in the league, I think, um, yeah, and, and most of it is a bit, you know, I mean, if, if, if they look back, you know, and they kind of push a little bit, they would have done better. I think they have their uh, fair share of a good foreign talent, like, um, uh, I would say, uh, uh, Rio, you know, Rio Nishiguchi, uh, Nishikawa, uh, Blake as well, you know, slowly, you know, picking up the pace, you know, bonding with the team, and of course, uh, Luis Jr., you know, banging in the goals. And um, they also have the benefit of Cairo Lamri, which I feel um, did pretty okay, you know, for someone yeah. who, you know, who's considered, you know, a, a senior legend in the team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I mean, a few crucial goals. Yep, yep. And I feel uh, the big resurgence is actually uh, bringing in uh, Shaki. I think yeah. that one has been uh, has been one of the best highlights for them, I think, um, aside from the wins against LB Rex and everything else. Because uh, Shaki, you know, as you know, Shaki being Shaki is a, you know, I, I I like the way he plays. You know, he's he's very commanding, no nonsense kind of defender. So uh, definitely a, a a great buy for for Tanjo Paga. And uh, truth to be told, I think they actually push the envelope a little bit this season compared to last season. Yeah. Uh, last season it's all about rebuilding, rebuilding, and now they're slowly finding the footing. So it's great to see, you know, that uh, uh, for Tanjo Paga especially uh, to be finishing above. Uh, Gilang and you know Belestia. I feel uh, it's 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 
it's something to be happy about you know i mean uh, looking at the way they actually started off almost you know in the same fashion the first half uh, before the covid break and then the resurgence after that so uh yeah i would say i i, I rank them pretty 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 high i would give them a nine out of ten just for the resurgence factor and the, you know the last game and how it ends yeah, yeah i feel i feel that they did uh pretty well and i'm looking forward to that's that's really high nine things. out of ten right yeah yeah nine out of ten i think i i think looking at the team you I think they that is overachieving for them uh no i wouldn't say overachieving lah but coming off from where they are last season you know yeah uh, i mean it's a definite improvement yeah and 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 the the way they managed to you know bring in shaki and all these and, uh, i think blake only finding food yeah i mean good signings and you know the whole team is coming together you know good chemistry i feel uh, yeah just for the resurgence factor that's why i give them a nine because um, just looking back last season oh man it's not great last season if i can clearly remember so yeah, they managed to dust themselves off. So, yeah, nine out of ten for me. Sure. Uh, Harunazi, over to you. Um, Tanjo Palga. Uh, of course, we I do want to bring one piece of news, and that is one of the player has officially retired, which is Rido Mohamed. I'm not sure. Have you had the privilege to play with him or be with him? Uh, I think for a short while before his move to. Arima, or I, I don't quite remember. Is it whether it's before his move to Arima or after he came back from into Indonesia? If I'm not wrong, I'm not too sure. Yeah. Uh, did we share a field? Did we share? Or did, we, did we play on the same match? I don't think so. Training, maybe yes. Match, never. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, what do you think about your season? Okay, Tanjo Paga. Last season they finished last. This season they finished fifth. Uh, but. Let's not talk about the table. I think this team had the potential to push even further. Uh, uh, Mr. JB mentioned about the signing of Shake. I feel their most important signing actually for this season is a goalkeeper, Zarfan. I think Zarfan was... Uh, I think... Yeah, I think Zarfan stabilized... Uh, we, we mentioned about earlier uh, how a goalkeeper can stabilize the back line. And I feel Zarfan did somehow about 50% managed to do that for Tanya Paga. It gave a confidence net for the defenders at the back. You know, um, uh, yeah, uh, they, they, I think they could have pushed a little bit more. Uh, they don't have a huge number of wins. I think it's only five, if I'm not wrong. Um, with the squad that they have, um, they have Rio, like what Mr. Jamie mentioned, Rio, Blake, uh, Amri up front, uh, Ridwan Mama who is now retired, and they have Fatula in midfield. I think they could, where, where, where they finish is good. Fifth position to me is acceptable for Tanjung Paga, but the points tally I think could have been better. It could have been, I think it could have been closer to fourth place. Yeah. I feel. Yeah. I feel, you know, it's uh, five, you know, with the way that Tampines was, uh, with the way that Tampines was going on the decline, I was expecting them to put on some to put in some more wins to even top off the Tampines go down further down the table. I was actually mm-hmm. expecting that going going into the season. But yeah, true be told, a, a lot of improvements from the previous season from last to fifth. I expect big things from them uh, next season. Maybe they can do a Haugang next season, Tanya Paga. Um, my rating for them. My rating would be a five out of ten for me. They could be better. I think they could be better this season. 
Okay, now, Mr. Jeff, yourself, how impressed are you with Kanjupaga this season? Do you expect them to finish fifth after last season? Well, I expect them to move up. Uh, first thing, they, they, they do keep uh, majority of their players. Okay. Uh, their bench, uh, I think their coaching staff remains the same. Uh, they bring in Blake uh, to stabilize, which they did. And, and I think their signing is a bit, uh, you know, smart. I, I would say reasonable signing. Uh, mm that shows that they identify some of the gaps they had last year and bring in the right people to try and, and, and fill, fill those gaps. Um, whether they are 100% successful, yes and no. Uh, because I think if they are 100% successful, then they should definitely have done better than the five wins. I, I do agree. Um, but at least I would think that they understood where the problem was uh, into 2020 and brought in the right people to 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 help and fix that. Uh, I think acquisition of Shaké definitely make uh, you know help them something. I mean they have experienced player. There's no doubt about it. I mean it's the age. Maybe those people <clears throat> on the wrong side of the of, of the scale uh, in terms of age, but uh, they are very experienced player. They know how to condition themselves. They 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 can get into big games. Uh, so it's not going to be easy playing Tanjung Paga. But, uh, but I think uh, overall, I would say uh, six for them, uh, given the, the player at their disposal. Um, so that, that's, that's my rating for Tanya Paga. That's not bad. Okay. Um, moving on to now the top four. And number four is, well, a team that represents us in the uh, ESC Champions League and started off in relatively high before the international break, <coughs> fighting for the top, in fact, very close to first and second, to, uh, well, all I can say is a free fall. <laughs> and there's Tampanese Rovers, and I'm going to start with Harun first for this. Harun what exactly happened with Tampanese? How would you summarize and rate their season for this season? Uh, I think coming towards the end of the season, I think Coach Gavin realizes that things are not going to get any better for them. And like I mentioned before in previous episodes, uh, I think they did make some tweaks to their uh, principles uh, of play, attackingly and defensively. Uh, kudos to Coach Gavin for that because you know it takes a, you know, it takes a bigger person to readjust after uh, you find faults in your team or you find certain things are not going your way. And I believe uh, Mr. Jeff would. Uh, agree with me on that uh, with whatever that's happened at uh, Gelang International so uh, to sum up the competition I think we've spoken so much about Tamnis Rovers this season uh, they went overseas to AFC Champions League uh, they got hammered uh, performance was good I think only for the first two matches of sorts uh, yeah. we all understood the principles of play we all understood the way that Coach Gavin wanted his team to play but couldn't get the results uh, and in a way, when they came back from the AFC Champions League exploits, uh, I think took a turn for the worst. Uh, they got quarantined. Uh, players got down with COVID-19. Uh, they couldn't train for some time. And then it went uh, spiraling down. Uh, I think uh, for me personally, like I said, I don't have any issues with anyone. But if only my thoughts are, if Coach Gavin could have uh, reacted quicker to that downfall, I think it could have saved uh, Tampines Rovers 
season. Would they have been with the current condition of the squad uh, coming back from the Champions League? Could they have been better than fourth? I don't think so because we have to look how Gang did start the season off very well before they start losing players through injuries. Yeah. Uh, with the exploits of the AFC Champions League in mind, I think finishing fourth was uh, how they could salvage a rather pretty bad season for Tampines. Uh, all in all, I'll give them a 3 out of 10. Not 3 out of 10 because of the exploits in the AFC Champions League, but 3 out of 10 because of how it all went spiraling down for Tampines. I think it could have been controlled much, much better. I felt. Yeah. Mr. Jeff, over to you. I do want to emphasize a little bit. While, yes, Tampines was on the pre-fall, but if you look at some of the scoreline this season, just from them alone, it's been Absolutely ridiculous at one point. We, we have 7 3 with Alga. We have 6 1 with Lion City Sailors. And yeah, whoever thought their draw with Albirex would be the main factor in the tire race. But um, it's certainly not acceptable for this kind of team, especially, no offense, in SPL, throughout all of these teams, Tempanese is definitely one of the highly regarded, one of the top teams in our league. Would you agree with um, like Harunazi's rating and the statement? Like, how would you rate your season? <laughs> so it must be the water at Tampines Hub. Um, <laughs> you know, you drink the water there, you'll concede 50 over goals in this season. <laughs> yeah, no offense. So, I think Tampines Hub uh, has so good water. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, I think the... the uh, yeah, I think the aging backline uh, plays a toll. Uh, you know, the recovery, the traveling, and things like that. Uh, great players, but again, uh, you know, I did mention Tampines suffered in 2020 because we packed the game very closely that every week we kind of have two games and it, it takes a toll for uh, the, the older players to recover. And guess what? This year, they're going to be one year older. Uh, so, uh, you know, you don't need to be a genius to figure that out, uh, despite how much conditioning you do. Um, so, yeah, so you, you, you try to play high press, uh, but against faster team and uh, aging backline, you're going to get caught. Uh, and I think that's why they considered 51 goals. Hey, you know, you got a national team keeper, which has one. Uh, you have two ex-internationals, right? But again, you know, it's because of the age. Uh, it is it is a problem, right? Uh, so, um, so overall rating, I would say four uh, in terms of Tampines. They should, I think, in general, we are. They would be pushing three um, third place uh, at this point for me. Uh, it seems to me they are happy enough that they get into regional competition. Yeah. Uh, they, they may consider it uh, the saving grace uh, to still qualify to the competition and, and hopefully do something uh, good there. Uh, but overall, uh, I felt that they lost the charismatic of Jordan Webb. Uh, Armin is not the same player. Yeah, you know, most assists, but pretty one-dimensional in some sense. Uh, <clears throat> so jo Jordan bring, uh, you know... Uh, brought a different kind of uh, atmosphere 
uh, you know, confidence and, and guile in the team uh, that, you know, always make the opponents on the back foot or, you know, you rile them up and things like that. So, uh, but I mean, it's, it's a plain vanilla, right? You just go down there, play the game and, and, and that's it. So you're not going to get exciting, excited by, by this play. Uh, so, yeah, I think four would be a fair uh, rating for them. Uh, fourth place would be something which they think, you know, save, save their uh, season. If not, uh, if they don't qualify for regional competition, I think that would be a very, very bad season for them. Yeah, because definitely at one point of time, I think like we were discussing as well uh, with Aranaz and Mr. JD about the towards the season end. That at one point that we might see Tampines fall off. I I believe Aranaz said that Jelang Tanjopaga might actually push the fourth for the fourth spot. So yep. like and if you look at Tampines uh, last few matches, definitely after the COVID, sorry after the international break. They only won one out of the last nine matches, which does not look good on them. So four is the best result, uh, best rating. Yeah. yeah, I think so. And one thing I like, one thing I, I agree with uh, Iron Nazi is the fact that, I mean, uh, you know, uh, Gavin towards the end kind of, uh, you know, take a bold step and give more trust to the youngsters. And I think they do. They do. Mm. Uh, show yeah. that you know they are willing to fight for their sport yeah. uh you know even in the last match when i watch uh, they play against gelang um uh, you know the youngsters the young boys are uh, are pushing it to the to the to the players so kudos to uh one thing is you know uh, i like the fact that gavin uh has the guts to to uh, put the trust in the young boys in the last few games to have a goal most definitely. Uh, Mr. JD, over to you. Um, what do you think of Japanese season? Is it the players? Is it the manager's issue? Or should it, should, should they have done better? Or is this all right for them? What do you think? Yeah, I mean, um, Japanese at some point, I think uh, the hashtag Gavin out is more popular than Ole out at one point. <laughs> yeah, there was a, there was trending. Yeah, there was know? yeah there was a moment. I think um, I don't know. It's probably is it is it over expectation? I don't know. Uh, because honestly, before the AFC Champions League, they were really on a high. I wouldn't say on a high in the sense that, uh, you know, they are like, uh, I would say, overperforming themselves compared to last season, but more like, you know. Uh, Still in the mix. Temp- in the yeah, you know, exactly. I mean, it's just Tampines being Tampines, you know, doing Tampines things. And at, at, at one point, I think they banged in like seven goals against Young Lions even before the Champions League. So all is good. So. Uh, like what Mr. Jeff said, probably before the Champions League, the water at Tampines Hub is fine, probably. It's, it's drinkable, you know. So, yeah, who knows? <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, uh, like what uh, Harun Azri mentioned, the first two matches of the IFC Champions League is uh, not too bad. Uh, I have to disagree. I think that one is probably because of the scoreline, uh, if anything else. Um, because, of course, the, the last few matches, are, I mean, the scorelines are just, uh, you know, forgettable. Uh. For the, for the least, it's one of the most painful period for them. Um, of course, I mean, traveling during this time is, isn't easy, you know, where we're not talking about uh, pre-COVID times, you know, where, you know, players are more, uh, you know, than ready, you know, mentally, physically, you know. Uh, these, these are some of the challenges that uh, COVID bring to all of us. So probably that may have taken a toll. I don't know. Um, and of course, uh, kudos to uh, Coach Gavin, uh, you know. I, I, I do agree with uh, Mr. Jeff there for, you know, uh, credit to the coach for being bold enough, you know, 
to try new things, to still, you know, have faith in his boys. Um, although, yes, the season really looks like a write-off already. Uh, they were also lucky that they pick up enough points to salvage that spot, you know, without chipping ever, you know, because yeah. of the first half of the season. So they were quite lucky for that. Uh, but of course, uh, like you mentioned as well, uh, the scoreline against, you know, Haugang, 7-3, Lion City Sailors, 6-1. Uh, you know, at, at, at that point of time, I'm not too sure whether, you know, they are already, you know, writing off the season or anything like that because um, they have no problem scoring, that's for sure. Um, I'm yeah, actually impressed. Yeah, I'm, yeah. They have no yeah, problem. Yeah, no, no, no problem scoring. Uh, probably the back line, I'm not too sure. I think Madhu did pretty well the first half of the season. On the second half, I'm not too sure. He doesn't seem like himself or probably, I don't know, how how how, how it goes. Well, uh, I mean completely. Yeah, and you know, the two, the two, uh, our two senior national, uh, once national players, uh, defender uh, as well, like what Mr. Jeff said, you know, age is catching up quick. Uh, it's 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 not easy, you know. Everyone is not. I mean, not 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 all the players are like Ronaldo, you know, to be playing. No, and we then, can and, never compare our players here to anywhere. I mean, I, I mean, I mean, I'm just talking about pace here, you know. I'm not even yeah, talking yeah, about yeah. you know anything else. I mean, just stamina wise. Uh, of course, the the the, the closest that, that brings to memory is actually uh, Durich, you know, who also once played oh, for yeah. Tampines. I think, you know, he has one of the best. I think fitness Barnan for his age at that point of time as well. So perhaps, you know, being a striker and being a defender, you know, the demands are different. So being a defender, you probably need more. And of course, you're going up against all these young guns and, you know, all these up and coming stars, you know, so it's, it's, it's not so uh, easy, you know, at, at some point it's going to take a toll on you. Um, so, yeah, I mean, for me, the last 10, 10 games or so, you know, if you, if you were to just look at that, it's, it's, it's pretty bad, you know. For Tampines, yeah. uh, it's painful, and of course, I also agree with uh, Mr. Jeff. You know, losing Jordan Webb, you know, you kind of lose that flair, you know, that 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 spark, that that extra creativity, you know, someone who bring in, you know, a different sort of uh, play, you know. Although, yeah, uh, uh, Jordan Webb has his own, uh, you know, fans and uh, those who are actually uh, against the way he play, you know, some call it play acting and etc. But that's for a different. Uh, time. So I think Tampines for me, I would give it a three as well. Mm. Uh, it just so yeah, it just so happens that uh, they managed to maintain that four spot. That's why I give them a three. You know, they were to lose a spot, you know, I'll probably go further less. If the players they have, I think uh, they could have done more. You know, uh, especially in the midfield and the and the and the, and the attacking uh, part of things, which they did. You know, uh, score quite. Substantially, especially one of my uh, favorite players for them this season is Taufik Suparno. I think he did pretty well for the number of minutes that he has. Uh, he is someone that I watched closely from last season, and I think he he definitely stepped up to the plate when 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 the need comes. And also, I think uh, shout out to Mark Ryan Tan as well. That guy, I mean, he can run. I mean, he's probably young. Yes, but another another interesting up and coming player as well. So for me, yeah, three out of ten. I would say uh, Gavin is quite lucky. Uh, to not uh, lose 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 that spot and lose out in uh, regional tournaments as well, so I mean I'm 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 I don't know man it's just it's just tough because uh, very mixed feel <laughs> yeah it 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 mixed back because I really want him to do well I feel like Gavin uh, is one of the you know uh, one of the I would say one of this uh, one of the coaches that I feel very strongly about very highly about so I do feel that he's gonna bounce back so yeah whatever that he gone through is a bit yeah, same. Let's hope they okay. improve next season. Yeah. 
now moving on to the top three now. Uh, third place, Haugang United, with of course the uh, coach of the year and <laughs> top top goal scorer of the SPL. So gonna start with you, Mr. Jeff first. What do you think of Haugang season? Coach of the year, uh, Coach Clement and the top goal scorer Tomoyuki Doi. How impressed are you with them this season? Uh, I think they are efficient. They play to. I think they set up in a way. Um, uh, you know, they set up in the play. They bring in the players who can finish off uh, those direct counter attack uh, game that they uh, they they uh, uh, you know kind of adopt. Uh, speedy wingers uh, in Nazaru, uh, and 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 uh, you know, so so they set up the way it is. Uh, I think I I probably expect them to be fourth rather than third. Um, so I think they did uh, they oh, did reasonably well. Yeah, they, they did reasonably well um, with the uh, players that they have. Although they they have some moments where I feel uh, Doi kind of bailed them out. Um, where I, I mean, without Doi, they probably have lost a few a few points, right? Uh, he either salvaged a draw or he he managed to. I think even even again games like with the Young Lions and things like that. I think Young Lions were controlling until. Until the point that Doi kind of pop up and and scored that odd goal uh, to give them the three points. So, um, so overall, I feel that uh, you know they 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 probably is six seven. I think I'm okay to give them seven. Uh, yeah. Overall, with the players they have, the setup that they they put in, um, you know, and also it it does help that they have uh, uh, a national keeper. Uh, kind of stabilize it a bit more. Uh, although sometimes the body language of uh, Izwan doesn't really uh, bring confidence that he doesn't like to be there. Uh, yeah. But but I think overall he did contribute. Uh, you know you have the Singapore um, uh, the national team goalkeeper in the, in uh, between the sticks. I think does bring uh, a lot of confidence in comparison the first few games where uh, Mukundun was a bit. Uh, uh, you know, shaky, and then they bring Bidwan. It's also a bit shaky, uh, but I think once they once they get Izwan, it's a bit more settled. Uh, the defense may not be because I still see, uh, you know, Anders coming in and out. Uh, Maxat was injured and things like that. Uh, yeah. So injuries play plays a plays a role. Uh, but yeah, but I think overall, uh, not as big as Albirex, but I, I feel, <laughs> uh, but I feel they they. Yeah, they did fairly, uh, fairly well, and uh, I think they make their fans happy, for sure. Yeah. I think the fans are qualify, very happy. I mean, that's definitely. Yeah, so, so you got happy fans, happy team. <laughs> definitely, definitely. So, what do you give seven? Seven. Seven. All right, Mr. JB, over to you. Quick words on Haugang uh, season overall with Tomoyuki Doi. What do you think their season will be with him or without him? Yeah, I think I think it'll be a huge difference without him. Um, I mean, him being there, I mean, it's 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 an extra boost on confidence, and you know, whoever is the defender for the for the night or for the evening or for the afternoon wouldn't want to go up against him. And, and you know, he's 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 very versatile. You know, he knows his position well. And I mean, as a striker, what more what more do you need, right? You just score goals, and that's what he does. I think Haugang's a bit unlucky with the some of the injuries that he got with uh, Maxad and probably Idraki and all this. I think if not, they, they may be able to push the envelope further, probably. 
And yes, I have to agree, Mr. Jeff, you know, having a national goalkeeper in between the sticks does help, you know, does bring a bit of confidence a little bit. Although... Um, Tricky offense, but confident, yeah. Yeah, although, yeah, I mean, their defense, you know, isn't isn't the best, you know, still 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 leaking here and there, but I, I, I do feel that um, because they have no problems up front, I think that's where, where they are right now. Uh, I think enough is to be said for Doi. I think he's the top scorer and everything else. I think a special shout out to uh, probably uh, Shawa Anwar. I think he did pretty well in terms of assists. I don't think he scored as much, but at least he does contribute. And of course, I think uh, in the past podcast or something, I think it's Harun Azri mentioned uh, probably Hafiz Sujad as well. You know, uh, he's slowly turning into Mr. Versatile as well. You know, pretty, pretty, pretty good at what he's doing. You know, coming in, not much minutes to him, but slowly improving. So overall, I think Haugang, yeah. Um, of course, if you look up at the top two, uh, I'm not expecting them to finish above, you know, those two up there. But for them to be doing where they are now, I think uh, it's great. So I think I'll give 8 out of 10 for me. 8 out of 10. Harunazi, over to you. Haugang. How do you feel? So, uh, I think before the first international break, uh, they were flying. Uh, I even mentioned that I think they're going to push the top two teams uh, all the way uh, right down to the end of the season, last day of the season. And um, and then, of course, with international break and then with players uh, in and out through injuries and whatnot, um, I think... It was unlucky for them because I think from top to bottom, they have a very good squad. I think they have a very good squad from top to yeah. bottom. Of course, with the inclusion of uh, Izwan into the team, that made it better. Of course, it brought the team up a higher level. Uh, not to say that the rest of the team uh, is not good, but you know it always elevates you when a good player comes in. Um, I feel uh, as the season wore on, I don't know why, but I have my, my gut feeling says uh, I'm gonna give you my rating first. I'm gonna give a six out of ten for them. Why? Why six? Uh, because I think they can do better. I think uh, same. If you take a look at the table, yeah. Okay, like, hold on. Uh, let me take a look at the table. If we were to take a look at the table, thirty-four I mean, to be honest, points compared to the top two. Yeah. Yeah. I feel I don't know. My gut feeling says that if they were have they, they they have been lucky with uh, injuries, uh, in if there wasn't too much break, I think at the end of the day, the breaks in between the international breaks sort of killed their momentum in a way. I saw uh, for myself, and then uh, as well as uh, the injuries. But I think uh, they could have pushed it a little bit more. I think I don't know why the trend for me. Uh, this review, I'm giving low scores, low ratings. Uh, because, yeah, I just want teams to get better. You know, I don't know why. I don't know whether it's the coach in me uh, that wants to see the league improve or whatnot. You have high but, expectations. Yeah, maybe, <laughs> maybe I have high expectations of the league uh, and and the teams. Uh, you know, I think hopefully that's good because I want the league to get a better right to improve. But yeah, yeah I. I think they could have, with Suboy out, we're going to go into Elbrex later. Yep. With Suboy being out for Elbrex and Elbrex not being the team that they were past seasons, I think they could have pushed both Elbrex and Lions Sailors to the end if they had been lucky with injuries and not too many breaks in between, I feel. So, 6 out of 10 for me. Could have been better. Could have could pushed have it. Could, could have brought the points a bit closer between 3rd uh, and 2nd place or 1st place. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, like shouldn't leave a gap way too big. 
like how it is right yeah. now. But yeah, but we understand. <laughs> yeah. All right, moving on to the top two, which is of course the biggest two. We've both only one loss throughout the whole season. And it's a race down to the wires. Unfortunately, Alvirex is second. And Mr. JV, I will start with you first. Um, are you happy with Alvirex being second? <laughs> or were you like actually surprised that, you know, given the fact that they were top of the league for quite a while, quite a while they would have been top of the league before LCS officially topples them over. What do you think about this season? Yeah, I mean, as you as you mentioned that perfectly. Uh, initially, when the season started, you know, of course, uh, knowing their 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 history in our league, uh, of course, uh, I expect them to do the same, you know. But as the season go by, you know, uh, somewhere mid season, you know, when they start to kind of drop points here and there, yeah, uh, yeah then 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 you kind of have that glimmer of hope that hey, maybe you know. Maybe they're not so formidable after all. I I I don't think this is the best LBX team, uh, as compared to the to the to the past few seasons. I think. Yeah. Uh, overall. I think the other seasons they were running away. Yeah, you know they were literally running away, and yeah, you know we all know what happens after that. So, um, I don't know much about their players to be honest. You know, so but looking at them as a team, I mean they do they do keep it, uh, straightforward. You know, kind of football from some of the matches that I see. You know. Uh, they play pretty. I wouldn't say pretty football, but it's there. You know, they they do they do they do bring something uh, to the table. It's just that I think they are a bit unfortunate in the last few uh, games uh, leading up to the to the great finale where they slowly start to drop points in there. Um, I actually feel that. Um, in fact, I think in one of the podcasts, I think I did mention that actually I still. Uh, Predicted for them to actually win the league this season, despite me being an LCS fan. But yeah, we all know what happens after <laughs> that. So yeah, yeah. I mean, um, there are standout players, of course, Suboy. Uh, yeah, definitely. yeah, phenomenal player. Uh, what, what was your uh, my my rank uh, for LB Rex? I think I will give uh, seven. 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 Yeah, seven. I think being at the top, you know, at at some point you're gonna. You're gonna go down for some reason, but looking at the way they finish, I don't think uh, there's anything uh, to be not proud of. I would say, although yes, that last game is a little bit, you know, I I kind of expected more from them, you know, to push for the win. But yeah, but I don't I I don't see them put too much of a wrong foot, you know, in some of their matches. Uh, just so happens that Tanjo Paga managed to uh, nick that win for some reason. Um, even the game against LCS, I think they did pretty okay, you know, uh, yeah. leading up to that game and uh, the way that game turned out and, you know, LCS kind of sit back, relax and you get punished. So, yeah. So, for me, I'll, I'll give a 7 out of 10. 7 out of 10. Uh, Harunazi, next to you, I'll be Rex. Uh, Did you actually feel that at one point of time that they were actually going to win the league at the final game of the team? Uh, of course, on the last day of the season, I thought they were going to win it with, with the way. And I kept texting you guys in the group uh, chat <laughs> saying, uh, if, if Lions T Sailors were to not get a goal, you know, they're going to mess it all up uh, yeah. and not give us the local pride that uh, we were all <laughs> expecting or hoping for. But, you know, uh, Everex, 
I think I've said it a couple of times before. I don't think they're as uh, formidable as uh, they were two or three seasons ago. I think uh, maybe it's, uh, we all know, Albrex players, they come to our country, they play in our league uh, one season and then either they go back to Japan or they'll get snapped up by our local clubs. But I think somehow last season and this season, maybe the recruitment hasn't been as good as before. Uh, because I think two seasons ago, uh, they built a reputation as, uh, uh, you know, every time you go to Jurong East Stadium, you're going to you're gonna get a tough time. You're going to, if you were to go out of the stadium uh, with a draw, that's already a bonus, uh, some sort like that. You know, that, that there's, a, there's a saying, you know, every time you go into Jurong East. So, yeah, I, I don't think they're as formidable as they were before, of course, with the change in players and whatnot. Um, yeah, well, where else can they finish besides second or third, right? We don't expect an Elbrex team uh, with uh, three-quarter full of Japanese players, good technically sound players, to finish anywhere bottom, uh, lower than third position, I feel. Yeah. Um, unlucky with the injuries to Suboy. Um, could he have made a difference? Yes, certainly, for sure. I'm confident of that. Uh, natural striker, natural goal scorer. His touches in the box. Uh, you know, his movement as a striker is... It's amazing. Amazing. Very Brilliant. Yeah, very Super. unfortunate. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunate that he got the injury. Hopefully, uh, our country can get him back. Uh, you know, for whichever club. I just want to see him back. You know, we want to... Uh, we want to get as many talented players as possible in our country. If we already have them, why not sign them up to any clubs uh, and then make sure they stay here when we have good and talented players in the country. It will only elevate our game. It will only elevate our football and it will get uh, people to talk about our football uh, in the regions and whatnot. Um, but coming back to our breaks, finishing second, for them for sure, it's going to be a disappoint, uh, disappointment. Uh, but for me, it is time uh, for our local clubs to step up and uh, step up they did uh, ratings for Elvrex again someone with high expectations <laughs> who wants the league to do well for all the teams to do well I'm going to give Elvrex yeah because somehow I know that the team is not as strong as it is two seasons ago I'm going to give the I'm looking when I do my ratings I'm partly basing it out of cohesiveness as a group efficiency yeah. as a group and I think their cohesiveness and their efficiency as a group Elbrex uh, for this year and last season has not been top of the pile uh, so for now I'm going to give uh, their rating season and review at 6 out of 10 6 out of 10 and yep. Mr. Jeff the second spot of Elbrex um, who ever thought that you know their one and only loss with Tanjo Paga would be a main factor their last minute draw with Lion City Sailors was a big factor and their nil-nil draw with Tempadis Rovers was a big factor in their entire race. Like, do you see this? Of course, it's a disappointment to finish second, but do you see this as, like, like, we've seen Albirex being first for quite a while before LCS last matches of resurgence going, pushing for the top, and they officially did. Would you still consider them having a good season? Despite just one loss? Uh, I think they... Well, anything in the top two, I think would be... I mean, let's be realistic. Uh, the Lion City Sailors investment started last year. And I think <clears throat> uh, 
he kind of expected the that they would finish second anyway uh, with with um, some of the early season signings that that Lion City Sailors made. Uh, I think a lot of people kind of predict that Lion City Sailors would be a runaway champion, uh, yeah. but that didn't happen. Uh, Alvarez kind of pushed them all the way until the last day. Uh, I don't see. <laughs> but in fact, you know, it was Lion City Sailors kind of pushing them. Uh, I think they would have, um, uh, you know, got it when they drew with Lion City Sailors, that last-minute goal. But then uh, somehow Tempenis show up and, and do a defensive masterclass in, in Jurong East. Um, so, uh, so I don't think they, are, they, are, they should be totally uh, disappointed. Um, I would give a 7. Uh, on yeah. their rating, if Suboy is a, if Suboy has not been injured, or even the reserve striker who's supposed to replace Suboy also got injured, they are basically playing uh, with a third-rate uh, striker and some of the local boys that actually st- uh, stepped up, Fairuz and and uh, I can't remember the other the other uh, guy's name. Um, I think they they would definitely have won. Uh, I'm pretty confident they would have won the league uh, if they keep this the the squad. 90% of the squad feed, uh, especially Suboy. Um, so, so I think uh, 7 out of 10 would be my rating for them. It was definitely, uh, I mean, it's unfortunate, but I would say they definitely give us a season to remember, that's for sure, because it's a race down to the wire. Now, moving on to the champion of SPL. Finally, the word local pride is here. <laughs> uh, the first local team to win after 7 years, I believe. 2013, 2014 was the last one. Who ever thought, you know, that uh, it takes a lot of changes to be made just for a local to actually topple off? That's what people may say, you know, it takes a rebrand, <coughs> brand new direction, new new owner, brand new player signing, quality signings. LCS are national team signing. Yeah, national team signing. <laughs> LCS is the champion. Gonna start with you, Haranasi, first. Your rating, Lion City Sailors. <laughs> My rating, Lions City Sailors, uh, nine out of ten. Nine out of ten, solid. Yeah. All right, why? I'll give you my why. Why not a ten out of ten first? Because I think, uh, there were a few matches which we expected them to win, but they did not. Uh, like the match against Albrex, they were leading, but again, the same problem persists. They could not find the second goal, and Albrex scored the late winner. Um, you know. Uh, I think there's a record. I might be wrong. I, I read somewhere about this. Uh, I think Coach Kim managed about 10 or 11 matches, if I'm not wrong. Uh, and he went undefeated in all of uh, the matches. He did not lose any match. I think, yeah, yeah he did not lose any of the matches uh, with four draws and the rest of it being wins. Yeah. So yeah. I, I, I might be wrong somewhere in there. So, and I feel the four draws that he had... Uh, I might have watched the matches. I might have not. Uh, just top of it. The matches that they had is all down to the fact that they could not get the extra goal. The goal that they needed. Or they could not finish off the match. Yeah. Uh, one thing that... Uh, one... What's the word? Uh, it slipped off my mind. Uh, one thing that I think... Um, uh, with uh, Lions T Sailors is... Yeah, you know... People always talk about playing nice football, good football. 
But I think what Coach Kim tried to do with uh, Lions T Sailors was he brought the, I don't want to say the Korean style of football or what we see football nowadays. The different pressing. style. Yeah, different. You, 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 can, you can see. And the, 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 the positive, you know, I don't want to be the one that looks like I'm only supporting local clubs because local clubs is a champion. <laughs> but, it is exciting you know, football. But, really yeah, to me, it is, it is what it is. It is whatever that I saw. If you can get, maybe it's too early. Maybe it's early days. We don't know. But if you can get a lo- local players to run for you, let's quote an example, Faris Ramli. If you can get Faris Ramli to run non-stop for 90 minutes, chasing <laughs> after your opponents, your defenders, you know, I don't think Faris Ramli will run for any local coach. Man. I'll be very honest. You know, this, this, this is going to go about, you know, you're, you're implying Faris Ramli is not professional and whatnot. I'm not saying that, but it takes a mentality switch for these things yeah. to happen. It takes a mentality switch for this to happen. And I think that's what Coach Kim brought uh, to, to uh, Lions T Sailors. And, you know, I, I, I hope there are more positives to come down the road. I don't think, I'm, I don't want to jinx it, but I was about to say, I don't think they're going to perform well in the AFC Champions League next season, being the first season uh, in the competition. I hope they do, but yeah, 9 out of 10 for me. Very happy, finally. But like you mentioned, Faiz, it took a lot of changes before we eventually see. Uh, it, and I think I saw, I saw a comment. I was uh, scrolling through Instagram. There was one dude who mentioned uh, DPMM is missing the party. You just imagine if DPMM was also here. You know, yeah. it could have been, you know, another challenge for like this. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, maybe, maybe. So, yeah. 9 out of 10, Mr. Jeff. Are you happy with LCS winning the league? <laughs> <laughs> I know, man. Uh, <laughs> or do you so, feel so, like so, oh, no. <laughs> so? So, so first thing, I don't think Coach Kim make Faris run. I think it's Forest Lee checkbook that makes him run. So, <laughs> <laughs> I think so, that checkbook, so that anymore checkbook run, actually yeah. make a lot of people run anyway. Yeah, so. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> the, um, so. Uh, yeah, so am I, am I, am I, uh, so the question is, am I happy uh, that LCS won? Um, I would say I'm, I'm, I'm happy that we have some challenge, um, you know, but it is quite telling to me the amount of resources that needs to be pumped in for us to make Albirex, who is basically an under 23 quote unquote developmental squad. Uh, you know, to, to overtake that. So in some sense, yeah. But in some sense, though, we are way behind. Uh, you know, these are university students coming out, uh, trying to venture out uh, of Japan and try to use uh, the team, the Elberex team here in Singapore as a stepping stone to bigger things, right? Yeah. So, so uh, you know, that shows the gulf in standards. Uh, in this, you know, if you can get university players at that level, you know, uh, and and Alberex, uh and and uh, Lion City Sailors, it's it's decked with national team players plus foreigners. It's almost like the Singapore team in the national uh, in the Malaysia Cup base, right? <laughs> you have your national team plus uh, three foreigners on top of it. So, uh, so yeah. So I think I think I'm I'm happy that there's a challenge uh, that that happened. 
if not, Alvarez would have been a runaway champion again, uh, for sure. Uh, I kind of disappointed that um, LCS doesn't really impose their, uh, you know, the qual their quality throughout the uh, throughout the season. It's still under Vitma, and then uh, a bit under I think it's Robin, and and, and then uh, uh, and then Coach Kim. So a lot of changes there. Um, they never really impose uh, consistently. Of course, they impose against Geylang. It's zero. <laughs> Um, but you know, consistently across uh, the season, uh, they have problem, especially when Stipe is out. I think the, the problem that they don't get the second goal is they make very good play, they get the goal, Song kind of score or some other midfielders kind of score, but then they they lack that killer instinct that Stipe would have brought. So so Stipe was out, couldn't couldn't have given it that age, right? Uh, Song yeah. is not the number nine, uh, for sure. Uh, so, um, so yeah, so that kind of bite them a bit uh, uh, again in terms of uh, in terms of just having the right players to fill in the gap. So we, so I'm pretty sure they're gonna go out there and get good good striker. I don't think they're gonna keep Song as that num as that forward play, right? They're gonna get a real number nine uh, to fill up. If Stipe is gonna be around, then then uh, Stipe plus somebody else. Um, Imagine if they, they get Omo Yuki going. <laughs> yeah, but again, you know, if if they are ambitious, if they are ambitious and their ambition is beyond just the league, you will you, they will go for somebody much bigger than Omo Yuki Doi. Yes. Omo Yuki Doi would be a reserve uh, if their ambition is big enough, right? Uh, and and yeah, I think they have the money to pay Omo Yuki Doi to sit on the bench. So uh, you know to come in and play local matches, right? Uh, yeah. And, and do their rotation, but uh, you know they will definitely need to bring bigger players to 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 give them a good account in the in the uh, in their Champions League. Definitely. So uh, lastly, Mr. JB, take us to the end now. The final team to rate. Sorry, Faiz. I think. If Lion City Sailors uh, would like to do to do it, they could have they could even register two separate teams for both the league and the AFC Champions League. And yeah, it, it has and it has they been have. done before by a club in Thailand not yeah, too I long. Mean, ago. They have the resource, why not? Yeah. No, I yeah. mean it's possible, but True. it takes time, it takes building, and this might be the first step, you know, winning the league, winning True. your own league first. So kind of, you know put a stand to what your team is. So, Mr. JB, your final ratings of Lion City Sailors, aka the men's theory of SPL or the new Newcastle of the SPL with the new owners all. So, what do you think? Happy with us here? Uh, let's see. Happy um, winning it, yes. But it's more like happy because the investment paid off. You know? Yeah. It's it's not it's not something where you know oh it's it's another you know like Greece of Euro or something you know those fairy tale kind of win it's it's how to say with the with the amount of investment you're making you have to win right yeah. sure. if you don't win it's a massive disappointment you know I mean you can you can you, you you can probably lose out by one point but it will be a disappointment because you have invested so much and I believe um Ayo Najri and also uh, Mr Jeff already uh, kind of paint everything uh, else that needs to be said because it is a national team by itself already at, at, at this current moment as we speak 
And on top of that, they have, I'm not sure the actual numbers, but they still have players on loan, you know, to yeah. all the rest of the clubs in the SPL. And these are all their assets and they can, you know, this is literally a, almost like a game of Monopoly, you know, you can just bring who you want, you can bring who you want. You can just revamp everything in one season. They can afford to do that. Yeah. So, I mean, bringing in the, you know, Mr. $3 million man, uh, Diego Lopez and, um, you know, Harris as well, you know, another big acquisition, you know, I don't think um, these players come in cheap uh, at all. Yeah. So, with the investments that they they did, I'm happy that they won, you know, uh, finally. But as what Mr. Jeff mentioned, it shows that uh, the, the standard of our league, where it is now, you know, LB Rex is like... LB Rex is like the benchmark right now. And like what Mr. Jeff rightfully said, they are, you know, like literally an under-23 development kind of team over here. It's not even the actual LB Rex Nikata playing in the G League at all, you know. So, yeah. So I must say that... um. Investment paid off, yes. Happy as a fan, yes. Uh, with the players that we have, mm-hmm. you know, pretty pretty stacked. Uh, now it's a question of whether can you retain these players. I think uh, Stipe did very well. Uh, I think he's the top scorer. I think for for for, for LCS. Uh, and I think LCS uh, are still looking for their identity. I feel, you know, amidst winning the trophy and everything else, I think they're still finding their identity. I mean. Uh, first it was Vidmar, then and uh, Robin, and then followed by uh, the current coach. I think they're still trying to find that, that that sort of identity. There are some games where you feel like, hey, you know, it's almost like a suspect. You know, it's like, hey, this might be a sham. You know, it, it might it might not go, it might not go so well. And and there are times where you know there are some clubs that actually push them, you know, uh, beyond, but they still somehow manage to nick it, uh, either through individual brilliance or anything like that. And this is, um, you know, this is this is telling in football, you know. In this day and age where sometimes identity or style of play sometimes uh, doesn't determine results. Sometimes it's individual brilliance. Uh, it's all it takes. And uh, yes, you're, you're slowly uh, looking at uh, players like Gabriel, Faris, running for the ball, scoring, doing the things that, you know, uh, that they do at the moment. Uh, Shadan as well, another good shout out. So you can see that all these names that I mentioned are literally in our national team at the moment. Uh, and rightfully so, deservedly so. So for me, I wouldn't rate them too high. You know, I wouldn't put a nine, like Harun uh, Nazri would, uh, because um, it's kind of expecting, you know, for them to do where they are now, you know, and now next season, they're going to expect more, you know, even going into the Champions League, uh, we are expecting them to go, you know, probably further with the players that they have just right now. So for me, I would give uh, probably a seven out of ten. Seven? Yep, yep. Yep, I will give a, a more than 7 out of 10. I, I really want them to do well. I want them to, uh, you know, push the boundary a little bit. Uh, at the moment, yes, they are the team to beat, right? Uh, but at the same time, I don't want them to go too far off, you know, um, as our neighboring leagues are like JDT, you know. Uh, as a fan, that's how I view it. You know, sometimes you kind of progress too quick. Yeah. You kind of you leave the tail behind for the rest of the club and, and the rest of the clubs are playing catch-up and that may or may not be good for the league, you know. So, and uh, for me, like uh, JDT, for example, they've won what seven, eight straight or something like that. Um, it's slowly, yeah, and slowly but surely, it doesn't it doesn't feel special anymore. So for LCS, yes, this is definitely something special, something to be said, uh, you know, uh, to shout, you know, uh, celebration moon and everything else. But it's more of uh, looking ahead, you know. Now all eyes are on them to you know to see where they are 
like what next you know for them now they've won the league so what next you know you're, you're gonna have to raise the bar so yeah that's my rating seven out of ten for lcs all right man well with that said we have come to the end of our spl ratings review season and review firstly i want to say thank you guys of course uh, mr jeff Arinas, mr jd thank you for taking your time to do these ratings especially because uh it's been a very interesting season and we are definitely hoping for you know uh a much more exciting season maybe more than a two-way race who knows you know like mr energy expects every single team to step up who knows at the uh, top or at the bottom uh, <laughs> uh, all everyone, everyone. <laughs> so uh, of course the next time we the next time we're probably going to talk about Singapore will probably be the upcoming tournament, the AFS Suzuki Cup, of course. Do stick around. Do check us on YouTube and Spotify. Uh, like, share, comment, subscribe if you guys new. And we'll see you guys next time. Thank you guys, everyone. Take care.